Hello and welcome to the Here We Grow Show, a show specifically designed to bring together community leaders making a difference and share financial strategies so you can plan for and live the retirement lifestyle you've always dreamed. Your host is Amazon best-selling author, president, and founder of Fogith Financial Group, Michael Fogith. Hi, I'm Michael Fogoth. I believe in educating you about information that matters to you and your retirement. Join me this week and every week as we welcome today's leaders in our community, as well as experts in the field of finance and retirement to discuss topics that matter to you today. These discussions can help you make better financial decisions so you can plan for and live the retirement of your dreams. All right, folks. Well, welcome back to the Here We Grow show. Again, the Here We Grow show is sponsored by Fogoth Financial Group. For those of you out there, Tuning in on your morning drive, maybe grabbing your first cup of coffee or listening to it on your favorite podcast platform, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, any and all of them that are out there. For those of you listening on your favorite podcast platform, I do encourage you to make sure you follow, like, and subscribe so you can listen to this episode. Again, if you miss something, if you want to go back and rewind, I know what always happens to me. I was like, wait, what was that? If you're liking the 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 platform and the podcast, you can go back and listen to it, rewind it, fast forward, whatever it may be. So make sure you do that. Um, and one last note before we do get started, I just want to remind folks out there, if you have questions, if it's in the financial world or in our community, to, to please email into us, let us know, because those are our favorite show topics is when we're, we're talking to people in the community, just like we're doing today. And, and without further ado, I want to just jump right into today because I'm excited. I mean, Beth and I were joking off air right before we got started. It's been a while. It's been almost a year since yeah. we last talked. And, and our host and our guest today is Miss Beth Newman. She is a senior community li- liaison for the Livingston County Catholic Charities. And Beth has been serving this community as an ambassador for seniors in the community for some time now and helped hundreds of people's lives for the better. So Beth, I'm excited to have you back on because I know we have another exciting event coming up here and it's almost perfect timing. So for those people maybe that uh, are listening and and, and hearing about uh, the Catholic Charities for the first time and all the great work that you guys and gals are doing over there, would you just maybe give us a quick background of yourself and of Catholic Charities? Um, yeah, it, well, first off, thank you for having me back again. And it has been um, almost exactly a year. So um, I'm very appreciative of ha- having you allow us to come in and supporting us the way you do for our elders. Um, it'll be easier for me to talk about Catholic Charities because I do better talking about them than myself. Um, Catholic Charities is um, pretty much your one-stop shopping Um We have um, counseling service, we do substance abuse, we do um, all of that. And to kind of squash people's misconceptions, um, you do not have to be Catholic to utilize our services. Actually, um, anytime we go out into the community now that, you know, we're post, kind of sort of post COVID, um, that's always the first thing that they say is, oh, well, I can't come there because I'm not Catholic. That's fine. We're here for all. Um, we're driven by faith and here for all. That's kind of our uh, our motto. Um, and actually, only about twenty percent of our clients are actually Catholic. Wow. Um, so, having said that, um, what I do uh, for the seniors, uh, the community liaison piece of it is um, what we do is we connect seniors and their families to the resources that are out in the community that allow them to age in place. 
um, as I'm sure your listeners are aware and yourself are aware, um, you age better and you're healthier if you age in place. And so that's what everybody's trying to do. And those services and those resources can be Meals on Wheels. Um, those resources can be uh, durable medical equipment. Um, we can do insurance. Um, I'm a Medicare, Medicaid um, assistance uh, professional, um, which means I'm certified through the state to give unbiased um, information and guidance and help to look over somebody's insurance. Um, and actually during open enrollment, um, which is October 15th through December 7th, um, I can actually, and I have actually in this past year saved um, over $1,000 for some people just by tweaking their prescription, um, their prescription plans and looking over to make sure that, you know, it's something as easy as going to a different pharmacy. You know, people get set in their own ways and they get ease, you know, it's easy just to continue going to like Kroger's or CVS. Um, but when you look at their insurance, well, Walgreens is your preferred pharmacy. You could be getting all of your prescriptions for free if you would go to Walgreens. So it's, sometimes it's just doing things like that. Um, but the, the one that I'm the most excited about for this month, for June and it's all months, um, is our elder abuse prevention uh, program. Um, or it's called, um, it's PEEN, Prevention of Elder Abuse, Neglect and Exploitation. Um, and for those that don't know, June 15th is actually World Elder Abuse Awareness Day and kind of as a refresher, if you remember last year, um, we were very lucky and had the support of you and Mona Shand and other community members um, that we were able to um, sign a proclamation making yes. June 15th World Elder Abuse Day in Livingston County. And I told everybody then that was there and anybody that would listen that we were going to go bigger and better this year. And we've actually that. done that. Yeah, I actually, thankfully, have had the support to be able to do that. Um, we are currently running um, Euchre tournaments um, that started June 2nd. Um, we're doing Euchre tournaments between Fowlerville and Pinckney. Um, you know, trying to get people out there, getting seniors out there to get them to mix and mingle amongst people, get them to see other senior centers, um, get them to see what's going on, um, because isolation that we have found since COVID, um, isolation is the biggest factor to, um, for seniors um, with, with, mental, uh, with mental health issues, with depression, with um, hoarding with any of the um, other negatives that um, have kind of gone along with it. Um, and so by helping them come up with a way to help with the isolation, um, we can get people out in the community. So that's what we're doing with that. We have a big bingo um, tournament coming up June 22nd at the Osceola Senior Center. Um, that is going to bring um, seniors from all of the senior centers in Livingston County um, to come and play bingo for prizes. And there's going to be little um, prizes. Well, I, I think it's important to point out too, Beth, that, that, that everything you're, you're stating right now is, is free. Right. right? Yep. It, it, these are services that are, that are being provided to our community for people out there that, that want to get out and they're, they're comfortable and they're safe and they're doing all the, we're doing all the right things. Right. I know you guys are doing that, but, 
it, it's getting back out there. It's connecting with others of like-minded, of keeping your mind sharp, of having conversations with somebody else other than maybe on the phone or in your own head because you've, you, you've been there. And, you know, the, the scary thing is, is there's so much going on in this world today, both positively and negatively, mm-hmm. that the things that you're doing in the community are the positive things. It's yep. connecting to people. And it's, yeah, it's playing a game of euchre, but it's the three other people at the table that are conversing, right? And it's, right. what do you do before or after the game? And, you know, my, my grandfather would probably be more concerned with the score than he would have anything else, but that's beside the point, right? I mean, it is important to be around those people and to get out there because, you know, we talked about elder abuse. And I know we've done a lot of education on that. That's a big deal. And you hear it every single day. And we talked about this before. That's just what you hear. Right. How many things out there are not right now are happening from an elder abuse standpoint? You know, in our world, it's the financial. I mean, we, we have our radar up all over the, the, the place of, because again, the beauty of, of, of working with our clients for so long is, is you, you have patterns. Just yeah. like, you know, just like if I were to drive to work every single day down the same road, the same thing, or I went to the same coffee shop every day, grab yeah. my cup of coffee, and then all of a sudden I don't show up for a week. Heck, that person would probably call me like, where you at, right? I mean, exactly. we're breaking our patterns. Right. We see that in the financial world. If somebody calls in for a withdrawal that's abnormal, yeah. no, I'm not going to say, no, you can't do their, well, let's talk a little bit about where this money is going. Well, right? if so you bring up a really if you good could share and shine some of the light on what exactly is, I don't want to use the word, you know, the Webster Dictionary of Elder Abuse, but what is it that, that, that we're, we're kind of characterizing elder abuse as? Um, elder abuse is in many different forms. Um, it can be a, a exploitation. It can be neglect, physical, sexual abuse, um, financial abuse, exploitation, um, and it can be psychological and emotional. And oftentimes what we see is it's all of them combined. Um, you're not typically going to see one um, without having some sort of the other, um, one of the abuses brought into it. Um, and it's really interesting that you brought up the point about the financial exploitation and patterns because we, um, on June 15th, we're actually having the many faces of elder abuse at the Livingston County EMS building. Um, and one of the things that we are going to be talking about is money muling. Um, that is what um, we have kind of, not kind of, we have seen where um, the scams kind of wax and wane. Um, and so some, the scammers will, you know, all of a sudden be, you know, flooding an area and, you know, getting as much information as they possibly can, you know, scamming as many people. And then people start to, you know, citizens in the community start to realize, hey, wait, this is a scam. So they'll pick their tents up and move on to someone else. But, um, and money mewling is one of those that's kind of come back now. Um, what money muling is, and it's what you were talking about patterns. Um, it's all of a sudden you've got somebody like mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, whoever. Um, they never, they never have any cash in their pocket right. ever. Okay, then all of a sudden you start seeing that they have like thousands of dollars in their in their pockets, and it's like, okay, so where did this come from? Well, the senior typically gets really defensive, really, well, you just mind your own business. It's not a problem. It's not a scam, blah, blah, blah. Um, 
So that, you know, talking about the pattern is very, very important to notice and keep an eye on. Um, another thing, and this is like huge, is when you hear the money mewling, people think of money, you know, cash. It's not, it can be items as well. Um, we oh, actually, yeah. we actually had a gentleman here in Brighton um, that he started off as a in a romance scam um and he fell for that you know he was an isolated senior um you know he had some cognitive impairment he fell for the romance scam the romance scam led to oh well let me get into your t-mobile account and you know we can get um you know we can get you a new phone and all of this. So she weaseled her way into getting a new account all under the pretense that she was going to come up here and they were going to live happily ever after. So long and short of it is that she got into his T-Mobile account, um, got the newest, best phone that was like $1,000, I guess, um, and soaked his account for $4,000. Wow. And that was after she sent him a check that... Um, was supposed to cover his expenses for the phones and then shipping them off to another person. Um, of course, the check bounced because it was a fraudulent check. Um, that was after uh, right. the bank gave him the money. He ended up being in like $40,000 in debt through all of this. And that in itself is bad enough. But the repercussions of that because he was so ashamed, because he was embarrassed, because his family was, you know, ridiculing him and, you know, taking over his, his life basically now because of this, um, he became very depressed and um, he attempted suicide wow. because of this. So that is why this is so important. And that is why I am so thankful that you allow us to come and talk about this and, you know, share our stories. Well, you know, and that's exactly it. It's sharing the story so that others can identify that they're not alone, right? I mean, right. it's just one of those things that, you know, you hear the stories and, and people are ashamed. Well, that'll never happen to me, right? They're probably thinking in their head or they say aloud. And all of a sudden, it, when it's happening, you don't know that it's happening, right? right? And, right. you know, it's, I mean, again, we've seen it. It's credit cards. It's stuff missing from the house. It's, you know, there's, to your point, it doesn't have to be physical dollars, right? They're not going to go to your bank or they're not going to go to your ATM. You know, necessarily commit a you know a felony. They may you know every time they someone comes over, they may take something from your house. Right, exactly. Right? I mean, those things will start to add up, and so I think it's important for people out there that are listening. To me, it's it's always about patterns. Yeah, and being involved in the seniors in your life. And we've talked about this. It's being a good neighbor. I mean, there's a yep. lot of neighbors out there right now that their family either lives out of state or heck, they may not have family. Right. You know, I, I hate to say it's your responsibility to look out if you're all of a sudden you see. You know, doing something that you've never seen Mr. Jones next door doing before. Yeah. I'm not saying you gotta call the cops and say, oh gosh, something must be wrong, but have a conversation with the guy and get right. to know what's what's really and like let's have some dialogue and let's let's talk about these things because that's when they'll start to come up and say, Well, let's talk about it. It's okay. Hmm. There's resources, or again, that's something you said, but let's catch it before it gets there, right? Let's get him yeah. involved with the Euchronics, let's get him involved with the bingos, let's get him involved with the car shows, let's get him involved with the things that they like to do. Right. That the Livingston County Charities and all of these other wonderful things in our community and your communities are doing. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think right. that it's, it's important that people understand that, you know, if, if they've been abused or if they know somebody that is that there's there's resources out there, they don't have to be ashamed. 
Well, and that's the biggest thing. And that's why I'm so, when we have these, um, these seminars and these all day presentations, um, last year and this year, I've been very thankful that we've actually had victims of elder abuse themselves. Um, and the, the scenario that you talked about where it's not just, you know, monetary value that people are being scammed over, you know, it's possessions as well. It's, you know, people coming into your house, befriending you and, you know, taking your blender or, you know, coming up with a way to get your blender, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, and that's why, because people need to know that it happens to everybody. It doesn't matter what your, you know, what your education level is. It doesn't matter what your socioeconomic status is. It doesn't matter what county you live in. It happens to everybody. And, you know, the more tools that we can provide to prevent these type of um, situations from happening, the better, um, because it's a lot easier to prevent a, um, an exploitation of happening than to try to fix it after the 100%. fact. Yes, and, and again, it's, it's being involved, right? I mean, I was right. talking, I was talking at my Bible study the other day about a parent, right? Being involved with your children, it's kind of the same thing, right? I mean, right. my oldest daughter's thirteen, and it's like you you have to you have to be in their life. It's not that you're you know, I'm watching every step and everywhere, you know, and hovering over her. Same thing with your parents, with your neighbors. Heck, there's some coworkers. Maybe, you know, the guys, gals are picking up extra hours at around the Home Depots or whatever it may be. And just pay attention, be involved, have a conversation, have a cup of coffee. Well, and I, and people always like, because um, they always say I'm so Pollyanna, but, you know, there was nothing wrong with the way it was back in the Waltons you know, where everybody took care of one another and everybody looked out for their neighbor and, you know, everybody knew, you know, what was happening. And you would know when Mr. Yes. Brown, you know, wasn't doing something right because it was Saturday and he wasn't sitting out on his porch with the special recipe. You know, it's like, okay, he's done that for the past 50 years. What, what happened? And you would go over and be like, hey, you know, are you okay? Do you need anything? Somebody needed something from the store. I mean, you would go and get it. You wouldn't charge them for it. You know, it's just being involved and being a part of the community and, you know, loving your fellow neighbor. And, 100%. you know, and that's, it's my director and I, um, we, when COVID first started, I mean, it was like we were having tons of referrals for hoarding for the hoarding task force. And it was like, okay, so which came first? You know, is, are people noticing now because they're home and they're like actually watching their neighbor. They're actually spending time with grandma and grandpa, you know, that their lives have been put on hold now. So they're not at the office, you know, 12 hours a day, you know, they're not trying to run here and there, you know, so they're actually able to pay attention and see what's going on. Um, you know, and so, in a way, and I'm not saying COVID was good by any means. I mean, don't. I mean, I don't want to say that. But in a way, what it what it created with us being there for one another and seeing and watching our neighbors was a good thing. A hundred percent. I mean, you know, to your point, yes, it was a horrific global pandemic, and you know, a lot of people have passed. Right. But there are a lot of positives that came from it. I mean, I. I, you know, still to this day, my family eats more dinners together than we did in the last 10 years combined. I mean, it, when we were at the dinner table, there was no soccer practice. There was no working late. I mean, there was a lot of silver linings to that. And it 
opened our eyes to a lot of these things, right? And so, you know, before we close out here, Beth, I want to highlight June 15th, because I think it's so important that people out there listening right now understand that this is an opportunity for people that are listening and saying, well, I don't know, right? If, if in your mind, you're like, I don't know, this is for you, right? I mean, registration starts at 8.30 a.m., programs begin right at 9 a.m. What can people expect that are going to be coming out? Um, and, and where, let's go, let's take a step back. Where will it be and what can they expect once they get there? Um, it's going to be at the EMS building on Tooley Road here in Howell. Um, it's going to be in the Heartland Room. Um, and we're going to have signs and stuff when you first come in and then signs at the door. Um, but what, you, what a person could expect when they um, come, we are going to have guest speakers. We have um, Scott Elfelt, who I, if you're not familiar with him, he was actually a prosecuting attorney here in Livingston County. And then he um, was picked up by the Prosecuting Attorneys Association of Michigan. Um, so he's going to be doing a, a presentation. We have two lawyers from the South Central Legal Services. Um, we have uh, someone from the Hoarding Task Force. And um, of course, myself um, for Peen. Um, but we are also going to have Attorney General uh, Dana Nessel um, is going to be there along with her assistant. Um, and so people are just going to come in and they're going to have our, our, she's actually one of my volunteers, but she's also a victim, um, share her story as to what her family has witnessed, what she has gone through. Um, and then from that story, then the other um, people are going to come in and talk about what you can do to prevent this in the future, what you can do to make sure and put safeguards up so that this type of situation doesn't happen to you. Um, you know, we're going to learn, um, you know, everybody thinks that when they call somebody about, oh, well, my neighbor, you can't even get through his yard because he has so much stuff in his yard. You know, and people think, well, somebody's going to come out and do the, you know, Rambo on it and clean his whole yard. Well, that's not how it, how it works. And so, you know, we're going to have the one of the uh, from South Central Legal Services, one of the attorneys is going to talk about what a tenant's right, it, rights are and what a landlord's rights are when it comes to that. Um, you know, we're going to have talking um, about POAs, guardianships, um, you know, that kind of stuff. When is it appropriate? You know, what to do, um, you know, when you're setting up your final wishes, you know, what to do to make sure that your best interests and that your money goes and your assets goes to where you want it to go. And then um, obviously Attorney General Nessel is going to be talking about, um, you know, the uh, phone, the robo call, um, uh, task force she has going on and what they've done to um, help with uh, putting an end to elder abuse and making people pay for abusing. Well, I think that's so important, right? I think it, two big things that I, you know, I took away there. Number one is, you know, catching it before it happens, right? Being aware, yeah. being involved, yeah. understanding the signs. Yep. And then the second thing is, what do you do if it actually happens and how do, and how do people I guess, address it. What do they do and how, you know, who do they turn to? And so a lot of those resources are going to be there yep. for people. So, you know, Beth, with that being said, I thank you so much for your time. I'm excited for the 15th. Um, I know a lot of other people in our community are. Keep up the great work. And if we can ever be of an assistance with anything, please don't hesitate to let us know. Oh, and 
before we sign off, you know, again, thank you for letting, um, for giving me the time to come and talk, but thank you for your support. Um, we couldn't put stuff together like this if, if other agencies and other businesses in the community didn't support our mission. And you guys at Fogath have been amazing. Lisa Tresco, I can't say enough about her. She's just a little, she, she's an angel. She is, and, awesome. um, she is, she you is know, a blessing you, to this whole community. You're absolutely right. She is. I just, I adore her. Um, and you guys um, supporting our, our cause for this. I, I appreciate it very much. So well, nothing but continued success. And hopefully we'll chat with you sooner than a year from now. So I know. Exactly. Thank, thank you. Yes. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Here We Grow show. To learn more about how we can help you and to get access to the resources mentioned on today's show, visit herewegrowshow.com. Also, don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. Your reviews are the ways we reach more and more people each and every week. If you found today's episode helpful, you can bet there are others out there that would benefit from listening. Thanks again for taking the time to listen. Be sure to subscribe to easily access future and past episodes. 